You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. There's a whole thing about like it's on Patreon and you get it early if you are on Patreon. Or you get it late if you're not. We have Patreon producers, Brian Moreski and JJ Samuel, uh, and uh, and all of that stuff. You guys know, like, there's no, like, I know that, like, hey, every podcast is somebody's first episode. And it's like, yes, but also, like. Well, now that I'm here. You, look, listen, guys, you you walked into the wrong room. Like, like this is, <laughs> this is not, I, I don't know if this is going to be the episode. Um, so let's not even bother. Let's just get right into it. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. And uh, with me, Amanda is, is not with me this week uh, because she is in Indonesia. She has just arrived uh, within the last 48 hours. She's in her luxurious resort quarantine uh, uh, down there in Indonesia. Uh, go check out her Instagram if you want to see that stuff. Um, it, she, it looks like she's actually having a fantastic time um, so far. Uh, but I, I, I had to, I had to bring in a pinch hitter, and I, I, I didn't want to bother Curtis again. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I went. Who do I want to have a conversation with? And at the top of my list was uh, Tyler James Nickel, the the one Hello. and only. Yes, I'm a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were you were the number one person on the reserve list. Like like Curtis Curtis is the backup plan. Like that's the thing and Curtis knows this is that that if Amanda uh, has to has to duck out for whatever reason or or if I do that it's like okay, Curtis will jump in. I know I can rely on him for that, but it's not, there's not really a lot of thought put into that. It's just sort of like a, Hey Curtis, I need you this week. Uh, but with this one, it was like, Oh, I have to actually think of somebody. And, uh, and, and you were honestly the first person that came to mind. Cause yeah. I remember we did the quarantine zone episode way back <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic. Thank God that's all over. Yeah. When we were like, when we were like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a pod. I, what was, I, I don't know what I was thinking. That like, it was like, oh, we're stuck in the house with two children at that point, like a, a, a less than one year old and a, and a three year old. Uh, and uh, uh, somehow I thought that I was going to have the extra energy to record like four podcasts a week on top of the <laughs> ones that I was regularly doing. Um, uh, and I did hubris. it. I think. I think I did that for, but it, we were all, everybody was like, oh, we're all stuck at home. We're all going to do so many things. Oh, right? I tried to fully produce, like, like I'm going to make people do podcasts. I'm going to show them how you do a podcast. And I like fully scripted some radio plays and I paid like a sound mixer and musicians and artists. And I made it three episodes deep. And I'm like, this is both a lot of time and expensive. I'm out. <laughs> so yeah. if you want three really polished episodes, 
of a horror comedy podcast. Look up Missing Dial Radio. But uh... yeah, I, I, and and so yeah, we I we had had our conversation. I don't even remember what we talked about, but I just remember that we had fun talking about it. And I, and so I was like, yeah, let's do that. Let's 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 get let's get Tyler back on the on the the podcast. Um, and but but that was where my thought process ended. And you were like, what are we talking about? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you well, want to I know. About? Now we know. But you and came up with a great you. topic. I am. And I'm going to start you out here. I yeah. found something very important. Uh, January 16th of 2020, the Washington Post um, by author uh, Abba Badari uh, wrote an article called Lego sets its sights on a growing market stressed out adults. <laughs> that was January 16th of 2020. <laughs> it's a very well-timed article. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about adult Lego collectors, or as they're known uh, in the community of Lego, AFOLs, AFOL, or adult fan of Lego. Yeah. Um, in, in in other words, uh, us. us. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, very much us. You and I. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I am probably a little bit um, addicted to Lego in a certain <laughs> um it definitely it it is definitely something that that i uh, have too much of in the sense that um when i buy new lego sets now i have to decide which ones are gonna go away and because of the nature of the sets that i purchase um you would think that this is a simple proposition you just have a big bucket and you just throw the lego into the big bucket right but no because at some point in the last 10 years, Lego became more valuable than gold. Uh, oh, yeah, the per, the per piece price and yeah. unique unique printed piece price, unique color, unique print. It's absurd. Yeah, so, um, so you got to keep your sets together. <laughs> mm. So... Uh, so I have two uh, uh, like medium-sized Rubbermaid containers uh, in, in our laundry room, like sort of in our, our storage spot in the laundry room, uh, full of Ziploc freezer bags, the heavy-duty ones, uh, with partially disassembled <laughs> Lego sets, um, flattened down as much as I can without, without fully dismantling them. Um, Which is, because, you know, an option because they'll, they'll 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 be worth something one day and, and the thing, even in the like out of box because like lego yeah. boxes were specifically not meant to be a storage device mm -hmm. they are an advertisement they are a nice way to get you to pieces but like the lego box was not put out there and be like this is what you can keep it in for 20 years like no yeah. that thing like folds like a cheap table yeah so uh, yeah, I mean, if you do have boxes for, for certain things, uh, that's even more. And, and I do keep the boxes for the bigger ones, um, like the, the Jurassic Park, like the, the, the T-Rex and the gate. Mm. I've still got the box for that one. Because that, that nice one day one. if I wanted to resell it, then, then that'll be of benefit to me. Um, and I kept the box for the Razor Crest. Because I got the because I got the Razor Crest before they changed the printing the the name on on the box. Because um, at a certain oh, point, is now the, it's like the Mandalorian's ship or something. Yeah, it's the it's the Mandalorian's uh, uh, transport or something like that. Mm. Bounty hunter transport or something like that. And the good news is, is assembled or disassembled still screen accurate, so it's good. <laughs> Perfect. 
Um, but yeah, because they, they ran into a, a, a copyright issue with the name Razorcrest in like in somewhere in Europe. So they were oh, like, okay, okay well, we're, we just got to get Razorcrest off of this. And, uh, uh, and so, yeah, now it's just, just, I think it's bounty hunter transport or something like that. Um, but yeah, I have one of the boxes that says Razorcrest on it. So, so I kept that box. Um, the good news is there could never be like month long Twitter wars about Lego changing the name of a Star Wars ship to be something simpler. Yeah, no, that would never happen. That um, would be an absurdity to happen because and because we engaged in that would also be absurd. If if we know anything about Star Wars fans, it's that level headed are, are yeah calm, measured in their response to to new new ideas um and and above all uh thoughtful and considerate why why man spin then shoot why man spin then shoot michael (laughs) (laughs) good god uh so (laughs) i don't know i don't think i've talked about it on this podcast yet because it happened after we recorded the most recent episode i don't mean to cross the streams for you too hard here no 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 no. i because i gotta i gotta tell everybody i'm done star wars podcasting (laughs) i've i finished i i i after we did the student bodies episode and Boba Fett ended like Boba Fett had ended. Um, I was, I just like, it just like clicked for me. I was like, I don't have to do this. <laughs> no, no one's making you. Yeah. Um, people are kind of making me do this thunder quack thing because of Patreon, but, but uh, rebel cells you and faster, more intense. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just, just it's just dance monkey dance up here right but i i yeah like with the star wars ones it's like we have an audience and it's a decent sized audience but it's not as big as it was in in years past and um it's not like it's not like i'm leaving a a a big empty hole in in the community there are plenty of star wars podcasts doing a much better job than we were um name one <laughs> <laughs> i will name 10 i i but i'll start with what the force which is my favorite star wars podcast go listen to that instead uh marie claire is much smarter than i am and what i found is that i started listening to her podcasts and uh and then and then my podcast just ended up being me going yeah so i was listening to this episode of this other star wars podcast and I think that they have something really interesting to say. You should go listen to them. Yeah. Um, so... It's like early episodes of uh, My Favorite Murder podcast. Mm. The start of that one was all them just going like, so on last podcast on the left, those guys did a great job of talking about this. And it's like, oh, I'll, I'd like to hear your take. Like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so I just, I made the decision of like, and, and it was funny because it was like this decision of like, I'm not going to podcast about Star Wars anymore. Um. And now all of a sudden, all the upcoming sets. So in September, we have... <laughs> all of a sudden, well, the, it, this weight lifted off of me because I no longer like because with those shows, it's a weekly obligation when the shows are happening. And there's like mm-hmm. a timeline of like, oh, we got to get this out because if we wait too long, then, you know, we're behind. And then right. Like, it, well, it's... I mean, uh, the biggest problem, not the biggest one of the problems, one of the myriad of problems with the Star Wars community is the rush to be first. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just like and it's so weird to me because it's like, hey, guys, like we know it came out and we know you watched it should we be proud of you? Are we celebrating? Like what part of you doing this first makes you the best at it? Yeah. Like, it's I all, but it's all, it's all the, maybe the, make it considerated. 
choice on it. But yeah, it's, it's all the YouTube algorithm, though, right? Like that's yeah, sort of yeah, what yeah. drives all of this attitude and this behavior, and 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 all the negativity and stuff like that. Like that's where it all comes from. Is like that's you get it out fast, and you say something that pisses people off, and all of a sudden you're on the front page of YouTube and you're breaking in cash. And that's never been like. I just, it, that just doesn't mesh with me. Like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be sensationalist unless I feel like actually being sensationalist, right? I'm not going to do it for the money. Uh, uh, if I say something ridiculous and outlandish, it's because I actually believe it. And I, <laughs> and, and, and I want you to come fight me because I believe in, like, cause I'm taking a stand, right? Um, not just because uh, it's gonna, it's gonna feed the algorithm and get me more eyeballs. Um, so yeah, it just like, like I think I think all of that stuff, everything that's just been happening in Star Wars over the last couple of years, really since the last Jedi, it's just like, you know what? I don't have to engage with this thing that I love in this way that is actually not doing anything for me anymore. You can engage with it in a tiny bricky way, which brings us back to the thing I talked exactly. about twenty minutes ago. Exactly. <laughs> so so yeah, like I like I'm really excited to just go back to being going back to being a, a star wars fan and not a star wars podcaster uh, right and, and like just... there, again i'm a strong believer again i i always i say again it's really a part of my uh vocabulary because i assume everyone else is having the conversations i have with myself in my brain <laughs> um but just like there is technically speaking putting a big old asterisk next to it no wrong way to be a fan and then the footnote is that on is unless you're telling someone else how to be a fan mm -hmm. which has the like only a sith deals in absolutes thing where you're like well if you're telling me not to be a shitty fan you're telling me how to be a fan ha, ha, yeah. ha. trick trick one loophole i win but um you know what i mean and don't be that person and like like hey if you if the prequels are all you love is great all power to you if you only know it from the cartoons that's great if the only way you've ever engaged with star wars is to play the absolutely magnificent lego star wars games then that's a super valid way to have fandom yeah. for this thing yeah um yeah so so yeah like I, I i don't know i'm just i'm just i'm just psyched to to watch obi-wan kenobi and only talk about it when i feel like talking about it and i think one of the biggest things is just is um kind of what you were saying is like that rush to be first as opposed to like taking some time to digest it and think about it as like a holistic thing instead of reacting week to week to an incomplete mm -hmm. story it's just it when you're forced to have an opinion you're gonna you're gonna find things to be critical about that actually don't matter like like actually at the end of the day but the book of boba fett told a very good star wars story yep. um there are some some choices in it that i don't agree with that that in any context i'd be like well you really shouldn't have just killed all of those characters uh to to further the story of one character and then not addressed it again for the rest of the season um until the last five minutes of, of the final episode sort of thing <laughs> but i i but but overall like it's like this is actually really cool and they took a character that i actually kind of had grown to loathe because of how because of what he represented to a lot of the fandom um and they and they actually like broke him down and made him a nuanced interesting character that i quite love which it's the second time that dave filoni has been associated with with this sort of deconstruction of a character 
for me because like Darth Maul was a character where I was like, yep, all all sizzle, no steak. Just 100% a look. Uh, Ray Park did an amazing job. Turns out he might be a garbage human being. The jury but is still Peter Serafinowitz did a great job voicing them, so we can Peter give him Sarah, that. Yeah. Um, and then and then Sam Witwer comes in and is like, oh, yeah. oh no, like let's. He's a Sith Lord, which means there's a lot going on inside his head. We just didn't get to see a lot of it. Like we got his like his one line of like, at last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have our revenge. And it's like okay whatever uh but it's like oh actually no like this is like like now we know this is like the culmination of a bunch of things for him and all of a sudden he becomes uh the foil to obi-wan kenobi in a certain way which a kenobi yeah uh and 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 yeah so like they did it again with boba where it's like all of a sudden like all of a sudden i care about boba fett and i care about tuscans it's like, these are two things in Star Wars that I could just, you know, like, yeah, Boba's got a cool helmet. Uh, Jetpacks are neat. Uh, but that's really as far as that goes. Um, I, he, he died like a punk, just like his dad. I, I, <laughs> but then they're like, no, he didn't. He crawled his way out of the Sarlacc pit and was transformed. And he came out of the belly of the beast, a different man, and then became a Tuscan, and then did this cool ceremonial dance that you're going to get super excited about. It's like, okay, rad. And then he's going to adopt a bunch of cybernetic street punks on Tatooine. And uh, and and evil Chewbacca is going to be one of his best friends. And I'm like, you know what? I'm here for all of this. And then he's they're like, also, he's, both... he's going to ride a Rancor. Like... Oh, like a, like a Bantha. Um, yeah uh, he's just gonna make boba's house for wayward criminals and just... <laughs> yeah uh yeah he's just gonna pick up as many strays as he can along the way i uh, i wish i knew who to accredit the tweet to but uh, one of my favorite things was i'm so sorry that the character of the character who stood behind darth vader that you got a tattoo of didn't live up to your expectations <laughs> that's perfect Right? Uh, it's like, but like yeah. all the side lore and all this other stuff. Well, one, we've already said no, that counts. And two, like, eh. yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. It's you know what the majority of Boba Fett's backstory and and like the the stuff that's been deleted from the canon, they're like bad Batman stories in space. That's mm. it, it's just. And then Boba Fett did a thing because he's got a gadget. Okay. All right, I guess you know, like just lazy Batman stories. Uh, but anyways, Lego. Let's, let's talk about Lego. Um, Welcome to it. Yeah. If you clicked on this because you saw the title "Adult Lego," then we are finally gonna get around to it. Well, if you to- saw it, I don't think that I'm gonna title this episode "Adult Lego" because that might that might also be. I I have been billing. just crafting brick shaped schweens. Is that not a? <laughs> And you, a listener at home, can decide what part of the anatomy the schween is. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That keeps it nice and PG-13, which is right Thank in you. our sweet spot. You're welcome. Because uh, it's like, uh, uh, you know, maybe that's just a funny you, way of you can't saying be offended if You, you can't yeah. be offended if you don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. So yeah, so I'm going to read you. I did some research. Yeah, you, you take, actually like, did work. Seriously. It's yeah. not how we do things around here, but that's fine. Go no. ahead. Um, so, according to Carrie Barron, director of the Creativity for Resilience program at the University of Texas at Austin Dell's Medical School, that's right, I, I, I even check up on my quotes, uh, any repetitive activity, 
Embroidering, sweeping, or clicking together Lego bricks can help strike a balance between mental engagement and relaxation. Uh, to focus singularly on a task is a form of mindfulness, they say. Uh, and I find that's what Lego is for me. I use Lego genuinely as a reward to ward off stressful situations. Like if I yeah. know I have stress yeah. coming up, I buy a Lego <laughs> set before the stress so mm -hmm. I can look forward to it all through the stress. And then at the end, just have that full Zen thing. Um, again, this is from uh, Carrie Barron, uh, which is like, it really helps to have structure, a path and an idea that if you follow this path, you will have an achievement at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. And that is, oh, it's for someone with like stresses and unknown quantities in their life. The fact that like, I got this book, I got a bag full of a puzzle. The book tells me the instructions to the puzzle, like a cheat code. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then at the end of this, I get a thing I can look at. That's going to be cool looking. And when you, when you get into the, to the more adult oriented sets, it becomes a thing of like, Cause I kind of, when I build them, I'm looking for the ingenuity, right? Mm -hmm. Smarter people than me are putting these things together and, and building the instructions. Like it's their whole job and, and, and it's a dream job, but it's something that I don't think I could ever do. My brain just doesn't work that way, but, but I am smart enough to appreciate it, which is a nice sweet spot to be in because it takes all the responsibility away from me. Right. It's yeah, like, no, you don't have to be responsible for anything. Yeah. You know, like if there was even a missing piece, you're like, well, someone else is responsible for that. That's not even my problem. Yeah. <laughs> so when it's like, when I'm, when I'm building the razor crest and I get to a point where it's like, where I'm, I'm putting together, you know, how it is with the bigger sets where there's like, you have to do a lot of, um, that framing first sort of like the structure yeah, the inside yeah. of it you might be putting together certain things and you're like i don't even know what this is and then it starts to come together and it starts to look like the thing that it's going to be and you realize that like oh all of that really complicated building that i had to do actually turns out it's th it's this like mechanical component so that when i do this one thing it it's gonna it's gonna do a bunch of stuff Right. I, I will say, I think the best examples of that, and this is only because I haven't gotten the uh, typewriter set, which is like high on my wish list, mm -hmm. uh, is the NES and TV set. Mm. Has so much going on for it. There are so many different components. It looks really simple. It's a little TV with a crank wheel and then any like a tiny NES with a controller. It looks yeah. dead simple from the outside. But the fact that the NES does like the pop and click proper when you put the little cartridge in, the fact that the Mario on it has the level design so that he moves up and down naturally on it without getting stuck, like yeah. all these tiny things that you deeply appreciate once it's all together. But as you're building, you're like, why does it matter if I put a mushroom in this spot, not higher in the air where I want it? It's like, no, no, no. Like that's being used as the directional path for the Mario that moves on top of it. Like it's absurd. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's other little clever things in certain sets. Like the, I, I mentioned the Jurassic park gate one, uh, and that T-Rex, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's massive. And when you're building the body of, of, of Rexy, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. you get to a certain point in the instructions and it's like, now grab this little one piece frog stud and just place it in the middle of the mm -hmm. body of the Tyrannosaurus. And you're like, this serves no purpose. Other than the fact that they know that I am a huge Jurassic Park fan. And now I know that like 
there's a little bit of frog DNA in this Tyrannosaurus Rex. Bingo, just a, dino DNA. <laughs> just a little tiny piece. Um, and and it's just it's just little stuff like that on 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 like I said, like the more adult oriented sets. Well, like anything NES over 150 one. bucks, right? Anything oh, yeah, over 150 yeah. bucks is just for adults. The uh, NES one has the little hidden Mario level on the side of the NES. If you like, pull off the side, it's got that built into the bricks. Nice. Um, the Thor hammer, the Mjolnir, the just Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Someone else is going to say it better than me. Uh, Thor's hammer yeah. coming up actually houses a little tiny Odin's vault inside. Nice. Because it's, it's such a simple design. It's just a big yeah. square. So, like, we'll have to add play value to this. So, yeah, you can like, slide open the middle of the hammer, and it's got, like, a little tiny Tesseract and a little tiny gauntlet inside of it that you can just, like, that's fun. That's because someone saw this, and they're like, listen, my job's done. I could hand in this project. Yeah. No one would complain. It does and looks like it's supposed to. But you know what would be neat? <laughs> it's just yeah. a little little secret for you because you built it. So you know that's there and you can show people it, but they don't know it's not there because they didn't build it. So they don't have that little extra knowledge of it. Yeah, well, that's like the, the gate. The, I, I, they they could have just made the gate for Jurassic Park, but they didn't. You flip it around and on the back side of it are six scenes from the movie. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Like and and so there's like six little like like tableau scenes on on the back side of it, uh, so you can choose how to display it, or when you get tired of displaying it one way, you flip around and display it another way, right? Um, yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. I mean, it it is it is definitely um uh, an aspect of of uh, our arrested development, you know, uh, the being uh, gigantic children that we are. But so this is I want to pause you right there. Yeah, go ahead. Because <laughs> this is a very interesting point that I had to bring up to someone the other day. Um, so for those of you uninitiated with who I who I am as a human being, uh hi, I'm Tyler James Nickel. I work on the internet and do things. Um, but I also make the entirety of my success through nerd franchises. Uh, I won't name them now in case I have a terrible opinion later, but trust me when I say that they are long-lasting, enduring, internationally beloved nerd franchises. Yes. Um, and so I was talking to one of my friends and their 13 year old, uh, which is weird that I'm at a point where my friends have 13 year olds, but, um, <laughs> but their 13 year old was, uh, getting upset cause they still like air quotes, childish things. Um, and my advice to them, they're like, what do I do? Cause you write for these things. Like, what, what do we do here? And I'm like, we'll tell them that every childish thing they've ever seen was made by a grown up. Hmm. Like there's not these factories. It's not big starring tom hanks where they hired a bunch of kids who are in grown-up bodies fooling everyone to go through like every toy every video everything that was made by a team of dedicated 40 somethings who were probably making dirty jokes as they did it but who still like put the time and effort in to craft these things and put them in the world so like the idea that like oh you're grown up the childish play should go away well then who's gonna make the toys <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's gonna be no toys left yeah. then for the children if the childishness goes out of the adult that's gonna be a huge shame because we drove that out of them because like you shouldn't play and enjoy sure. things it's like but what if we're toy makers <laughs> like, well, I think... I, I, yeah i i i i i say like the the arrested development thing as as sort of like a tongue-in-cheek Oh yeah, I wasn't saying you. Right? I was just taking yeah. the opportunity. <laughs> no, but no, I mean like, it, but it's it goes into a, into one of the points that I wanted to make talking about this stuff, which is that like, I it's from the outside. And we talked earlier. Uh, I don't know. Was that in the regular episode or in the in the 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 
post show, but Michael, I, I am I am deeply offended that you made me try to recall time. Yeah, uh, in this in this economy. <laughs> yeah, um, but I but but I I I sort of mentioned you know like neurotypical versus uh, uh, whatever whatever our brains are. Um, yes. I and which I I also I personally think that neurotypicality is a myth. Like nobody's neurotypical. There are just some people who don't have any fun. Neurotypical right? is is like saying room temperature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, there's the room you're in and the temperature it is right now. That's gonna the, even if you can agree on a number, it's still gonna vary a little bit, a little yeah. tiny bit. So let's um, call them that for now. Room temperature brains. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, it's it's one of those things where where people will um sort of like talk down to you about certain things and like and and certainly in 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 the workplace tends to be the most common place where, where this comes up uh probably less so for you uh i but, mean it still honestly comes up and then we'll have yeah. a discussion about what the robot fights are going to be next week <laughs> it's like okay sure. yeah um but but yeah like people people will will say to me in uh you know the, that casual chit chat before a meeting starts it's like oh you like those you like those star things and it's and it's like I know that you're being derisive right now, but like it, like, like I, like I am happy when I am being into yeah. those star things. Like also, it brings me a yeah, great but, deal of joy that I don't think you're able to quantify. Um, this billion dollar merchandising franchise was built solely off of children's allowances. You're right. No yeah. grown up has ever bought one of these. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just always like, like, I end up pitying that person a lot more than I think they pity me, whether they realize that or not, because so much of it is just like, wow, like, like, like what, what little joy do you have in your life that you have to like come at somebody else for, for, you know, liking certain things. Um, and, and my, my house is essentially decorated with Lego, like, like the whole house. There isn't, I don't think there's a room in this house. Yeah. Well, that's the, like the bathrooms by, don't have Lego in them, but but by standard other than that, Lego collector, I'm actually a very light collection, and I have a quarter of a room dominated by Lego. Um, yeah. and it's like like I don't think I'm I'm saying here I don't think you have a dedicated full Lego city in your house. No, but there no, are many many people who do. I have yeah. four buildings worth. I have the Daily Bugle, the Sanctum Sanctorum, and the Haunted House as buildings. That's about it. Yeah, I mean the the biggest set that I have is that T Rex. Um, mm. Oh, speaking of, and I want to let you know. I don't know if you saw. Have you seen the new T Rex breakout set? Yeah, yeah, I it's have. So pretty. It's so. Pr- I'm sorry to make you have to need this. I know. But one, it's so pretty. Two, it comes with a soaking wet Ian Malcolm. Which, yeah. uh, for those of you out there, if you need a soaking wet Jeff Goldblum Lego fig, good news. I found one for you. <laughs> um but again in terms of design i love that it comes with a jurassic park jeep because you need that then it also comes with a broken upside down one that's presumably affixed to the ground that the t-rex can step on because it's like i love that you can use lego to make a broken object out of lego that is technically speaking a perfectly made lego object (laughs) yeah yeah when i am finished this will be broken (laughs) right like i have even in the daily bugle like the sidewalks all chipped and stuff and it actually takes a lot of extra effort to make a cool looking messed up broken sidewalk because sandman just came down it um 
So there's that. They also are making one, uh, for those of you Googling actively at home as you listen, the uh, Pyroraptor and Dilophosaurus set comes with Silver Fox Ian Malcolm. So this year we get two Jeff Goldblum Lego minifigures, and I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, man. He's he he's got he's got I guess two two characters right because he's also got because they've got a a, a grandmaster oh there's a hundred percent a grandmaster figure yeah yeah figure um Chris Pratt I think still holds the record for the most yeah because he has his obviously his Lego figure uh, unfairly puts him over the, I mean if you take every version of the Will Arnett Batman figure <laughs> then I think he technically has more mini figs yeah. but not of unique characters just of unique costumes for the same character yeah then that title definitely goes to Will Arnett but. yeah but but yeah on un- un- I mean it depends on how you feel about Chris Pratt but these days I don't think that there's a lot of people who feel particularly great about them so i um, have in my wallet there yeah. was a charity event where if you paid a bunch of money you would get a gold coin that says redeemable for one free pratt attack um and we live in a film town so i've kept that in my wallet since i got that every day there's been a chris pratt coin in my wallet and at this point i'm worried what that would instigate <laughs> yeah like before it was like that might get me a hug that would be delightful and now i'm like the idea of initiating a pratt attack is a horrifying ordeal i do not wish to go through <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he's part of an organization that has some interesting views on uh, who is and is not a valid human being so you know well um, he himself for legal purposes has never outwardly expressed these views yes over, in an overt fashion he yeah. merely endorses and funds people who do <laughs> <laughs> i would like to be very clear yeah no chris pratt himself has never vocalized any opinion that would be negative towards marginalized groups that i know of yeah <laughs> certainly not to us certainly, I... not directly to me in a way that i would be able to substantiate in court <laughs> it's one of the it's one of those things where it's like but i trust james gunn right right like, like so so if james gunn vouches for him then it's like uh, yeah it's you know. still like it's one of those but like even still even vouch for i probably don't want to hang out with the guy which is like a bummer yeah. inside because so many of his yeah. characters i'd want to hang out with but it's like you as a person i bet you we'd get half an hour into an awkward conversation and just be done yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but thank, thankfully we can just talk to his Lego figures, uh, of which I have, I have a great many, um, mm-hmm. cause I've definitely got an Emmett. I've got, uh, I don't think I have a star Lord, but I do have multiple, uh, Jurassic park ones. What's his character in Jurassic? I was, I was literally about to say, and his character in Jurassic park, you know, Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, I'm sure Mustache he has Pratt. a name. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But yeah. I, 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 so I, I'll, here, I'll, I'll ask you a question about, about Lego so that we can get off the Chris Pratt conversation. Please. Thank God. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> what thank, is, thank God, capital G. Thank you, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what, uh, what's the crown jewel in your Lego collection? Uh, I mean, I think at the, I mean, the Daily Bugle is a very fun set. It's very big. It, it dominates the room. Um, I got it because it comes with 30 minifigures, and one of them is J. Jonah Jameson. Um, And I'm not saying that I have, in my life, at least once, worked officially as the voice of J. Jonah Jameson, but I'm also not saying that. So, (laughs) 
Um, so I like my Daily Bugle, but I think my favorite one right now is the Ecto-1 Afterlife. Uh, the full-size Ecto-1. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a, a really fun build. It has so many moving parts and it's so much functionality. You can turn both the steering wheel and a little knob on the top to actively turn the wheels on it. If you open the hood, you can actually see an engine inside. Um, it has this like side sto- door with the gunner seat that slides out. It has the little RC car that actively pops out the back. It is a magnificent build. It's real sticker heavy. Um, and I honestly didn't put on the like wear and tear stickers because I thought they looked ugly as hell. Yeah. Um, Because even though you're supposed to be making it look ugly because it's got like rust and stuff on it, putting a little rust sticker on something to me looks terrible (laughs) because it's like you can see the little clear outline of the sticker and then the rust on top and it just makes it so much more evident that you put it there. If whereas if it was like a printed unique piece, which would have been absurd, it would have been way too many printed pieces. I get that. But if it was a printed unique piece, it would have been like, oh, cool. That's just like part of the piece that happens to go there rather than like, I chose this part for rust. Like, eh. but overall, that is still the prettiest one. And I do have the three Ectos. Um, I've got original Ghostbuster Ecto, Ghostbusters Answer the Call Ecto, Ghostbusters Answer the Carl, a film I have enjoyed repeatedly, and <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife Ecto um yeah we yeah we're, we differ on, on opinions on 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 answer the call but that's okay i enjoy it not as a ghostbusters film there you go that's the perfect way to enjoy it uh yeah. <laughs> I, I see it i yeah. see it as a film where they happen to shoot lasers at ghosts and that's fun yeah but more i want to just honestly if that if there was just a button to say just holtzman scenes that would be a better film <laughs> but... yeah i feel you uh yeah i mean like uh, it's 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 so weird because because it, it is one of those it's always going to be like a recency bias i think with mm-hmm. lego sets because it's kind of like well what's the one that you had the most fun building lately um it's so really like, it's a it's a favorite movie problem where it's like well what genre of lego would you like me to tell yeah. you my favorite part of <laughs> yeah um because because i think for me right now i would probably say uh the sonic the hedgehog set I mean, obviously, that's a. I was gonna say that's a great set. It's a it's a fantastic set. It was a beast to put together. There are a lot of individual stuff. Well, that's why that set, that and again, showing like the innovation and in play, because I watched you play that one, like build that online, and it was very yeah. fun to watch the stage goes up. But the fact that it gives you a little crystal reward for making it through another part of the build. Yeah, it's like here's another chaos emerald. Um, yeah it's like oh my god you actually made it through that all right bud here add this to the display you're doing great here's another little jelly bean on the page that you read (laughs) to it was it's a lot of like okay and now we're making the checkered board pattern like i can tell you the worst build of my set and i apologize if somehow by magic the master builder who was involved with this is listening um it it is very pretty in theory for what you've done (laughs) it's got a lot going on for it but the i bought the bat wing like the giant michael keaton batman plane set i did not enjoy that i I still have it up because i don't know what else to do with it but i originally bought it because a big thing of their marketing was like it's wall mountable i'm like oh cool like i like that idea and in my head and i don't know why there was no proof of this online this is a me problem i'm making a lot i'm so canadian um, that i'm just like apologizing for my apologies but like I thought that there was going to be some sort of like Lego mount that you build, attach that to the wall, and then put the thing on the yeah. wall so you can take it on and off. Mountable means that was my there is a well. hole. 
there is a well-structured hole through the center of it that if you were so inclined, you could drill a screw through. Yeah, that doesn't... And the way that the the structure of it is set up around that, it would support the weight of the model. Um, But there's like, first of all, it's an all black brick set, which is just so terrible to get through. Uh, Because the instructions can only do so much to help you at that point. Um, and the edge wings of the bat wing are actually affixed by several elastics to give it that perfect curve. So it's almost like a rule breaking set for how I think Lego should work where like you need elastics and strength. Like it's, it goes a little bit of technic kind of on that part, Yeah. but to give that perfect curve to it, cause that's not how the Lego bricks are going to click together at that exact angle they need. You have to like build this big floppy edge piece and then like really carefully, I had to use tweezers cause for my giant fingers, like tweezer it into hooks you've built into the inside and it was just oh every part of that was agony i still have it up but like that thing might end up at toy traders <laughs> yeah i you know what i mean like i would say probably sooner rather than later because uh, any of those sets with with rubber bands have a lifespan right that's true Be- because the rubber bands eventually dry out and then become brittle so i will say directly uh, under it is the adam west batman 66 car and i yeah. love that thing it comes on a little rotating base it came with a caesar romero joker figure with um, the mustache with the mustache painted on underneath and yeah. also and this is in the sense that they know who their audience is which is brilliant about lego is that it came with the play feature where if you wanted little shooty guns on the top because you're a kid playing with it you can do that Yep. But they also gave you the bricks to just like not put those on it and make it look like it's supposed to, um, which I, I do love that it's, yeah. as just the option. <laughs> I really appreciated that they that they put that extra piece in there, of like of like yeah we know we 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 know who's actually buying this one because uh, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of kids who are like oh boy Adam West. Um, uh, which, which is unfortunate. It's tra- tra- yeah. yeah, tragic. It's tragic. And I, like, I will say like, learn thanks some, to the bat the. Um, lego batman movie yeah i have the full lego figure of vincent price which is amazing <laughs> to have but i have the egghead fi- figure on his egg mech um that's up in my vincent price collection and the fact that like that's the level of esoteric weirdness that lego can bring in like yeah i was watching some behind the scenes stuff from a master brother <laughs> that was talking about like how come in some of their sets they'll do like a little pack in comic or they make a little show. And one of the best examples is when um, the Wolverine origins movie came out. Cause you <laughs> knew this conversation was eventually going to get to Wolverine origins. Um, <laughs> that movie was a bit above, like there was like a hard PG 13 movie. Yeah. Um, and it was a bit above what Lego would want to do for a set. So, but they still wanted a set of Wolverine taking down the helicopter with Deadpool inside. And they're like, because that's a cool set. And they're like, Magneto can be there too, because we're not going to make it movie accurate, whatever. So they still, they made Wolverine, they made the helicopter, you get a little Deadpool that's a good version of Deadpool, not the Origins version. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just did a pack-in comic that explains what the set is, so that you could hand that to a kid, and the story still made sense to them. But for a grown-up, you knew that this was a scene from the movie. And I'm like, that level of genius, where they're like, really thinking of the audience, they know there's like, the cross, like, again, like the ages, like nine to 99 thing on the box. Like they know who they're making it for and they embrace that. Um, particularly in the ideas program sets, which are definitely just for adult build. Yeah. Enjoyment. yeah. Uh, there's one coming out this year. I am crazy excited for, I don't know where the hell I'm going to put it, but I want it so much. Have you seen the motorized lighthouse that got through the ideas program? 
Uh, I've, I'm like I've briefly seen it in emails and stuff, but I haven't looked at the details of it. it oh. So it so it goes like the lighthouse actually rotates on its own. So yeah, so it's a little clunky design to get into it. So you have to pull off. Like I love Lego. That's just when it's done, it's done. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. But in this one, to turn on the light, you have to like pull apart the top build of the lighthouse, activate the light brick, um, and then the cool function is you can either hand crank at the bottom to turn it around. Or if you want to put the power brick inside, you can actually like remove a couple side bricks on the cliff and hit mm-hmm. the button. Uh, this is a design by a designer called Roses Must Build. Um, and it's in scale so that the minifigure size is the size of the award minifigure. Um, so imagine a minifig holding an Oscar. Mm-hmm. It's in scale so the Oscar is the human size yeah. in this yeah. set. Um, for the listeners at home. Uh, but it is literally, if you look at it from afar, you're like, oh, that's a really cool tiny island with a lighthouse on top like it's because the style of lego works so perfectly for that idea um and same thing like my lego bonsai tree like if you take a couple steps back it's a tiny plastic bonsai tree like you wouldn't know that that's lego that's one that that's one that i that i've been on the fence about uh and it's always like oh you better hurry up and get stuff before it disappears because once it's gone i did wait and they luckily reissued ship in a bottle Mm. um and ship in the bottle is one of my favorite sets because it's pure absurdity because the point of a ship in the bottle is how hard it was to do that it's an impossible object you shouldn't be able to have a thing that that's tall it wouldn't fit through the neck of the bottle you know someone had to put it in there but it's still a little bit of magic to see it in there whereas the lego version you know how i got it in there because you can see the big seams in the lego which makes it hilarious to me (laughs) like i love it so much that it's like it's a ship in the bottle so you broke a bottle apart and rebuilt it with a ship inside sure did (laughs) that's all it is and there's a bunch of loose blue pieces at the bottom that represent water about a hundred of them so that they could up the price of the set (laughs) like it's amazing um they did they just did the that tree house a little while ago and it's a it's a beautiful set um but it's insane it's 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 270 dollars canadian and I can't justify buying it because it comes with the green leaves for the tree, but then it also comes with the orange leaves, mm-hmm. like like the like the fall uh, foliage. And and for those who don't know, the way that they price Lego sets is actually it's like per, it's it's per brick, right? And sometimes th- sometimes that makes sense. Sometimes it works. Uh, I and and it's it's not crazy and you're like yes what i am the build that i'm gonna do is totally worth the value of of uh, like what they price the set at but then every once in a while they do a set they do sets and it's like this is all like the architecture ones are, are a really good example of this because of the mm, scale mm. that they're in it's like this set is all of like eight inches wide by like three inches tall it is not a big display piece and yet this set is over $70. And the reason why is because it's priced per brick. And it is like, I don't know, I don't know how many bricks, but like, like whatever that, you know, nets out to, right? Um, well, I was watching a video too that was um, by a YouTuber, Emma Soros, hmm. um, that was talking about the additional cost you get on top of that for a licensed brick. Yeah, because like a licensed brick costs more than a brick, a unique brick costs more than a brick. Which you were saying earlier, like from the secondary market, yeah. like there are people that will buy whole sets to literally get like 
one or two unique pieces out of yeah. it that they can then flip online for the same price of the whole set. Yeah, totally. And and so like you like there's a there's an economy to it because you'll look at it and you'll go like, well, this set's actually it's actually pretty big, but it's not that many pieces. So it's actually it's 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 economically it's a it's a good set for a display piece. But they've got the the um with this next batch of sets, I think maybe it's the March first ones. It might be it might be later. But they've got the the N one from Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. And when they when obviously when they showed that in the in the show, I and I said it on the podcast, I was like, oh, I gots to have it. <laughs> I gots to gots to have it. There's no way that that's not going up next to the Razor Crest and Boba Fett sh- starship. Uh, <laughs> we we are not allowed to say the the actual right. name of anyone. Um, um, well, there's another set coming out that's the yeah, Dark Trooper attack set that's yeah. like Luke attacking the Dark Troopers on the bridge. Yeah. And there's no way that people are not going to just be buying that as a Dark Trooper troop builder set yeah because you get three troopers with that it's got some really cool stuff it's got this little turning hallway thing it's got a force action thing where you pull a slide and the little character goes towards it because again my again again it's it's a word i use um but like a commitment to whimsy is my favorite thing in this cursed existence we all have to share (laughs) yeah where it's just like take something silly and do it so seriously and do it with yeah. so much commitment. And that is, that is why I do love a theme park. I walked, I walk onto the set, like the set of a theme park and I look around and I'm like, every part of this is designed to separate me from my money and by God, they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, oh, yeah. I agree with that thing and I will come out of here smiling and, and yeah. I am very lucky and happy to be in a place where i can have that thought but still like that's the purpose of this trap and i have willfully stepped into it yeah just just fry gif right like that's just it just here you go here you go in the words of paul f Tompkins, i think i like theme parks so much because i hate money and i just (laughs) want to be rid of it and that's a nice place where it can go (laughs) there you go but yeah uh, speaking of just being rid of money like that that n1 set it's like it is not a very big set especially compared to other starships. Um, the the Boba Fett starship was $69. Mm. And the N1 is 79 When, like, Boba Fett starship, it's going to very easily be bigger. Quite oh, yeah, a bit yeah. bigger than this one. But because of and, the and design likely more of play that... features, too. Yeah. Because of the design of that ship, because it is, like, a deconstructed N1 starfighter, it's got all these exposed bits. Which mm-hmm. means that it's full of single studs. It's full of like like little little greebles and and and, and then bits they clued into that, it. and now they sell the single stud portraits. Yeah, so you can get a like it's for a marketing idea. Whoever thought of this should have gotten ten raises and ri- like lifted yeah. upon the shoulders of the masses for for the brilliance of money making that this was um yeah. i can't know if you can tell but i worship at the feet of capitalism <laughs> but um it's you know it's a system i'm stuck in i might as well show it some praise uh, it's terrible it's terrible broken system but <laughs> you can get for those of you who don't know you can get these portraits they're a nice little square portrait and it gives you instructions and enough bricks to make three different portraits on it and so there's like a batman <laughs> one there's some star wars one they did the beatles they've uh doing i think an elvis one is just coming out yeah but the iron trick man. to this iron man yes yeah, thank you uh, like so the trick to the set is though 
if you buy three or four of these $150 sets, you can make one big picture. Yeah. So not only are they getting people who are buying the three or four for the thing, but then they buy a double because they also want the small ones. So for the fact of having four portraits on the wall, this person might have spent a grand. Yep. Uh, and 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 for real, the Iron Man one, which was the first one that they did, it was a it was a conversation. It was definitely like there, <laughs> there was an inner monologue that happened, and then there was also a dialogue that happened with with Crystal of like it's ridiculous, right? Like, cause, cause like I'd kind of come to the conclusion of like, well, this is not, this is, you're not going to do this. Right. Cause the first time it falls off the wall and the pieces scatter oh, yeah. to the four it's winds done forever. You're, it's like, cool. Well, I guess that's not going back up. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I love the idea of like, well, you buy three of them and then you get Iron Man shooting his repulsor in a very like dynamic scene but um but yeah like it's it's 450 dollars, and so i had come to the conclusion on my own this is ridiculous but then just needed i needed outside confirmation that i wasn't you know because every once in a while i'll be like no this is a, this is a silly thing to buy and then i'll say to crystal i'll be like look at this thing look at this thing this is a silly thing to buy right and she'll go well if it makes you happy and it's like, what the, I'm sorry, how you dare you support me in this manner? <laughs> you can't, you can't give me that kind of permission to to do things, especially uh, the nature of um, of, of of my childishness, um, mm-hmm. because because like the other aspect of this is that like adult Mike makes very uh sound decisions uh you know uh, uh, you know a very very reasonable uh, uh financial uh decisions about you know what what we should do we'll buy a house and you know these are the things that we're gonna have to do in order to do that um i you know i like i like i i can be a very responsible human being i have two children and they're both still alive um and I get left alone with them all the time. It's it's crazy. And I mean, you're like wholly responsible for other human lives that depend upon you to make decisions. Yeah, exactly. But then the part what, of my what brain... What God would allow this, Chris Pratt? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> what grand design is this? I, I, but then the part of my brain that is specifically, and I'm going to use this word, um, with with full knowledge of of the 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 context and, and and sort of connotation, the part of my brain that gets tweaked by buying things like Lego sets is not the adult part of my brain. So don't give don't give that eight year old the credit card, right? Like that's the thing because if you give him the credit card and you say whatever makes you happy, he's gonna go. Uh, really and 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 order way too many things that well, uh, it, yeah it, it, part, it's, part it's, of this it's not too, good then i have to have a fight we, with myself you know <laughs> as we discussed with the sets because it's more than just the objects they make it's more than like this like oh yeah. they made a cool star wars or marvel thing the act of making it is very special to people and if i might quote from you from uh, abby heaton's book build yourself happy the joy of lego play because again i know you know this and you also did all the research i did yeah but um <laughs> for this podcast i was asked to do the other night um 
but she said that like the fun isn't just i'm going to build this and it's going to be perfect that's one of the great things about it there's no risk but you can always just take it apart and start again and for people who have like responsibility and other forms of structure in this life yes this is a form of structure and yes this is a form of commands and like expectations for you but there also is the fact that like hey there's like no deadline or pressure to this and i know Mm -hmm. Like, and I've messed up in sets where I've had to go back like 20 pages and figure out why a brick was in the wrong spot because I didn't yeah. pay attention. But like, you know that you can do that. Like nothing you've done here is permanent. And yet if you want to keep it forever, that's probably an option for you. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's kind of magic in that way of just like, again, like I don't think if, if your hobby was needlepoint, if that's what, what gave you joy. And I have some amazing needlepoint friends. Um, Cause of course I do. But like, if that's your thing, that oddly is like an old person hobby and then lego is like a child hobby and you're like cool direct me to the repetitive process-based activity i can do that apparently is the exact age bracket you expect me to be behaving in (laughs) yeah and it's not there because it's called lego uh and it's it means play well and we do god damn it uh yeah absolutely yeah you know what This, this this whole conversation I'm on the Lego website right now, and uh, <laughs> oh, I'm did you check at... out. Uh, did you check out Luke's Red Five helmet? Because they finally figured out how to do an open helmet, and it looks really good. Yeah, it does look really good. It does look good. those first few helmets. I wasn't really impressed with, but this next round, the Luke's I helmet, have the, the Stormtrooper one. Yeah, the Stormtrooper came out okay because it's in a shape that was very friendly to existing Lego angles. Yeah, yeah. Um, um but yeah the, one of the problems the, they were the having with the helmets one looks good. the bando one looks good the problem they were having with the helmets and you really see it on the batman ones um, mm. which is a shame because i'm a huge adam west batman fan as we've referenced several times today um but the adam west batman helmet they tried to use clear bo- blocks for the missing face parts mm. and it just looks again if you're somehow the person who made this i'm sorry and you're a lovely human being and you deserve, deserve joy and light in your life it's trash i hate it so yeah. much i but hate like, clear bricks like that where it's yeah because then you just see the seams between the well because the illusion like you might why didn't you at that point just do black bricks yeah like because the illusion of the clear bricks actually looks way more eye grabbing and distracting <laughs> than just filling that with another like you, you could have done like skin tone and not put a face on it it would have looked better yeah than having clear bricks in there but on the red five helmet and someone there is two people listening to this. One person has completely zoned out and please be careful while you're driving or walking. And the other person is like the most excited we're getting into this level of minutia. Yeah. <laughs> but the red five helmet is wide open inside and it's brilliant. Um, and I have the wedge and Tilly's Hasbro, like super cosplay one. And like between the two of those, it's like, I don't know. Red five helmet's kind of more fun. <laughs> like the Lego red five is a little yeah. more, I can wear this wedge and Tilly's one and it looks great, but like, lego uh red five pretty fun <laughs> they they really nailed the the um the the goggle part right like the orange goggles yeah please uh, for the love of god tell me i'm remembering wedge Antilles correctly as a name <laughs> i just thought yes of that. yes okay yes. part of my brain was like oh you messed that and someone's typing a comment right now <laughs> <laughs> no no you you got it you nailed it uh okay. yeah man yeah this one does look really good but my my thing with with sets like this is always like well i can't just get one you know no that's the problem uh luckily Thanks. my stormtrooper one i have a little stormtrooper collection on a shelf 
Yeah. So it fit nicely into that, but even next to that has like the Brickheads, Mando, and uh, Grogu and that kind of stuff. Uh, a brilliant thing about Brickheads, which I saw online while doing other things for my life of involving Lego, um, Brickheads, when possible, try to put a little pink brick in the middle of the head to yeah. represent the brain, which is, yeah. again, one of those hidden things where like, you don't need to do that. There's it- no point of doing that. It it's took, funny that yeah, you did it. <laughs> it took me it took me like five or six brickheads before I realized what this was. And I think it was doing the Yoda one where it was like it's smaller. And mm-hmm. I was like, why is the why is there always a pink brick on the top of like in like the inner structure of the head? And then I was like, This is its brain. It's the I have inside the black of the and skull. white Frankenstein one, and I don't know if his brain is black and white inside. I forgot to check. But now part of me wants to run across the room and rip the head off this goddamn Lego. <laughs> I'll ch- I'll send you a photo later and you can yeah. let people know online when it comes out. <laughs> oh, this is also this is also dangerous. I've just discovered that the the Oh no, this is the Rise of Skywalker Millennium Falcon. Oh, thank God. Okay. Never mind. I don't need that. The uh Bib I saw Lando. I saw Lando and I was like, how do they still have solo Millennium Falcons in the Lego store? But they don't. Thank goodness. Thank goodness, because um, I would. So one thing they're right doing now. with the Star Wars sets in particular, I've noticed a lot of, uh, and they've done it in like Marvel ones, but like some of the <clears> Star Wars sets will be like a very dollhouse playset kind of thing, where like mm-hmm. walls and roofs and whatnot are missing. Uh, the Bib Fortuna uh, Palace uh, yeah. set is a good example of this, and then sometimes they'll just be like, "Oh, this is just Mos Eisley, and it's like the whole thing." <laughs> yeah, like, here's a town. Do you want to build a tiny town? That's an option. Yeah, they've they've with Star Wars because they've done so many of the ships and they've done multiple versions of them. They've gotten into in the last five years a lot of um, scenes, right? So you yeah. get like you you're getting like a little playset scene, um, and yeah, th- those are actually my favorite sets to collect right now. Is, is those those little scenes and 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 I was on a quest to have one from each of the saga films. Mm. um up on my fireplace on my mantle but it just they they haven't done one for rise of skywalker yet i don't even know i mean it would be really cool if they did the 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 fight where ray and and uh kylo ren are in two places and like Mm. if the set if the lego set was like split down the middle um with like the two scenes has there been a dark fantasy ray minifig yet because it's kind of amazing if there hasn't been no there hasn't there's not a lot of rise of skywalker stuff and i don't think there will be because the because the movie not a lot of it with with ray skywalker Ray skywalker man i mean like (laughs) they've that's 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 what the character called herself that's her name that's just how it works Oh, I'm I'm not phased in the least by you calling her Ray Skywalker. That's that's her. I just love doing that on TikTok because it engage it drives engagement for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as as yeah. as men with small minds lose their small minds. Look, listen. I Ray is actually the granddaughter of Obi Wan Kenobi, and the whole Palpatine thing is is a it when they do ten, eleven, and twelve it'll turn out that like Palpatine was lying the whole time. Like they, they, she's That's not the, they, they, they're taking a lot of authority off of the worst person on all yeah, of, of a guy, <laughs> off of a guy who's very well known for being deceitful and manipulative. Yeah. Well, he must be telling the truth. What other motivation would he have to lie? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you're, not, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, and I, oh man, uh, Jody, Jody Comer 
uh, who plays Ray's mom. Still doesn't have a name. Still, still, that character still doesn't have a name. It is there the year 2022, and that character still has gaps. no name. Yeah. The, well, the fact that Grogu doesn't have like a. I mean, I know there's like the air quotes mystery box of it, but it's really more just we forgot of like. <laughs> Like, well, his name's not Baby Yoda. Well, tell me the baby thing he is of, and I'll call him that. But yeah. I don't know what that is. That's a George decision that they have to hold on to, that they have to honor, is that George always said, like, he like he would never say what species Yoda is. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a, yeah, that's, I, I'm sure it's in, like, the story group Bible of, like, you can't do this. It ha- Like, Yoda has to remain mysterious and i don't and see how that adds to anything but yeah I, it's just one of the it's just one of those rules it's just one of those things but um but yeah i it i i i i don't know i've i've i've, I've lost the plot now at this that's point, fair but... i was talking about ray skywalker the rise of skywalker oh, yeah. not doing well uh the fact that we lost out says oh here's so speaking of films and franchises and legos lego is also the leading source of movie leaks out of anything in franchise yep. history yep. we it's just lego and funko pops it's the two of them yep. that will just spoiler the hell out of to the point where now it seems like the companies are trolling them back uh, like the Hulk coming out of the Hulkbuster Funko is like that didn't actually like, like they might have scripted that, but then they changed it and just never told them to not release that figure. It's um no. So what happened there is that is that in the script, that's what was supposed to happen. Is that is that um uh, originally in Infinity War at the end of the movie, he was supposed to bust Hulk out of out. the Hulkbuster as the Hulk, but then they decided really actually I think they decided in reshoots that they weren't going to do it um, that they were going to save the smart Hulk reveal for Endgame, which I think was a better choice. Oh yeah. It's a hundred percent a better choice. The Russos are, are, are very smart and, and, and very shrewd and the decisions that they made while making infinity war and holding certain things for Endgame were very, all of them were very smart decisions. Um, but yeah, so that's why there's a bunch of marketing stuff where it's like that they move forward on a bunch of that stuff. And then it wasn't until reshoots like really late in the day that they that they switched up that part of the story. Um, but it's funny because all of the Marvel stuff has been delayed because of the pandemic. So um, but but the Lego sets have release dates like three years out. Right. Yeah. And and so like once those release dates dates are set there's there's not a lot of shifting that they're willing to do that lego is willing to do because I, I obviously it's what... such a well-oiled machine right <laughs> i won't say um, which franchise that i'm like adjacent to on this that had that problem but they there was a project i was working on that got pushed back a year um just because like hey let's just like make it a better thing release of the year it's a very it's business-wise totally logical decision mm-hmm. um but there was a toy tie-in for it and they're like yeah those toys are shipping yeah. And like, oh, like you're sending those out because that's also like an industry term for we're moving this along is to ship yeah. something. And like, no, they are physical objects on a ship headed for North America. They will be in stores this summer. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, but there's no game to back them up. Well, let's hope they do good. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe it'll be like a He-Man thing where the toys hype the show. I don't know what to tell you, but like, yeah. those are gonna be on shelves. So we're just gonna live with that because there's no like we can't just put those in a warehouse until you're yeah. ready. <laughs> so yeah, so so I think I I oh man, 
they got... release stuff. There's people now troll Lego and Funko sites to get news that they can write on their nerd sites that are not Lego and Funko related. But yeah. they're like, oh, apparently in the you know next Doctor Strange is going to have this in it because it's in the Lego set. But then yeah. they also will just like throw in random BS. So so they 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 use this to their advantage with Spider Man No Way Home, and they put out a bunch of sets for No Way Home with the No Way Home branding on them. They were are actually like inspired by moments from the spider-man yeah like the MCU. vulture was in one of them and yeah. i actually became sure he was going to show up in the movie because he was in yeah. the lego set yeah and they did that on purpose in order to throw people off but but one of the new sets that was just revealed is the thor one uh right yeah, yeah. of the the goat boat <laughs> as it's being called and it's like boat. and it's actually like it's actually a pretty big reveal uh of of uh some mythical Norse characters coming Spoiler into the Spoiler for Lego sets uh, yeah. in, in, in retro. But yeah, there's a bunch of, it's, it's interesting to see those. Um, and like I said, like that weird dynamic between the two. I am a person who has become exhausted by this intentional spoilerism of stuff. I think yeah. nowadays companies, it would be great if they could work in secret trailers had no content besides the title and release date and the movie could just come out and live or die on its own but i know that is not the horrifying teeth of the machine of the cogs we spin within but like seriously a star wars movie could just say star wars december 2023 bye and like tickets <laughs> yeah. are sold you're done you do not yeah. need to show us anything and it's yeah. gonna sell if anything more tickets because we didn't get to see this stuff but that's just not how it works nowadays I'm uh, I think I'm probably on the opposite end of the spectrum from you of like I you know what I don't care just just put out your stuff and I'll avoid it if I don't want to watch it well um, it becomes this interesting issue too where now we're coming into like you said with the delayed release like when the Star Wars movies comes out it's like where if it was Christmas where was all the Grogu toys they weren't calling yeah. it they were saying baby it was like was like well we had to because you guys troll toy websites looking for spoilers yeah we had to delay the process of making the because like they lose control at the point of production like they know like oh as soon as a human being makes this toy it's out in the yeah. world somehow um so it's like yeah we had to delay all of that so that you could actually have a clean moment of cinema like we intended <laughs> like but now yeah you don't get to hug the doll for another couple months yeah yeah I don't know. It it kind it kind of just is what it is at this point, right? Like it's I I I, I it, I the the whole this is my thing, especially with Star Wars and and Marvel suffers from this a little bit as well, but less so because the stories tend to be a little bit better structured. Um, and Kevin Feige, I think, has a better idea overall of what's going on and and manages that in a better way than the group at Lucasfilm is doing with their stories. Um, but this, just the way that stories are being structured to cater to the surprise reveals. And I know why, like, I understand why you want people on your platform watching your show. So you have to create FOMO. And the best way to create FOMO is, Oh my God, do you know who shows up at the end of Hawkeye? Yeah. Well, I to, haven't to started Hawkeye yet. Corner and wave and like. Yeah, yeah, and it's like so. Well, I guess now I gotta watch Hawkeye because I gotta see this character who's gonna show up in Hawkeye, and it's like, yeah, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It's not gonna affect another story that you're watching. It doesn't change Spider Man, right? Like, no. 
but with the star wars stuff it's like 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 with with this season of boba fett it's like there oh, yeah, you so can't watch things. boba fett without having watched mandalorian otherwise stuff just has no emotional weight to it yeah and 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 also like there were a lot of people who were like thrown off by choices in this in this season of a show titled boba fett yeah and it's like but if you had just shown us a trailer with certain characters from the outset then we would have had our expectations set appropriately. And instead of being blindsided by, wait a second, what in the middle of a show about Boba Fett, we're going to get an episode all about that guy. It's like, instead we would have been sitting there the whole time watching the show going, how does he fit into this? How are we going to end up there? Right. And it turns out that we just end up there because they just stop the story and go there. Right. But, 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 at least we would have been expecting at some point that we were going to go to this other place and be with these other characters. Right. Um, and, and there's still certain things that you can save for reveals, but, but I just think that like, if it takes the, if the reveal takes the wind out of the sails of the story, then the reveal wasn't worth it to begin with. Right. It's like the mystery box stuff. Right. Like I just, I'm so sick and tired of having to write notes about the show that I'm watching to try and figure out what the hell this is actually about. And Mandalorian is a really great example of like, what is this show actually about? Why don't you just (laughs) state it empirically in words, what we're working towards so that we can stop having expectations one way or the other. And it's like, cause, cause I watched, I watched the Mandalorian shows and I'm like, well, this is Arthurian the dark saber is Excalibur. Grogu is the Holy grail. And all of these Mandalorian characters are the Knights of the round table. So stopping and doing a Boba Fett show makes a lot of sense to me because it's like, Oh, this is the green Knight. Boba Fett's yeah. going to go off on a sojourn and he's going to come back a more complete character. Question. Is it the green Knight or is it the a 24 green Knight? Cause there's a very important <laughs> belt thing that might happen that yeah. I will not specifically call out, but it is very belt related. <laughs> very belt related. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Though, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's yes. like, we're going to, we're going to have these side stories that are all going to feed back into the larger, uh, story of Arthur and Camelot, but in the middle right? of the Green Knight, they don't go for like. Anyways, here's an adventure Arthur's having right now, and you're like, "Cool, thanks." For you that. know what? In the middle of the A24 Green Knight, if they had suddenly stopped and been like, "And here's 15 minutes about Lancelot," I would have been like, "Yeah, okay." I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was kind of the pace of that film, though. It makes as much sense as the rest of this brilliant piece of art that was created solely for people like us to be like. When I was That's watching art. that, I literally was like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be watching right now. And my partner was like, Do, do you want to stop? No, I didn't say that. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I finished that movie, and I think I talked about it on the podcast where I was like, like I absolutely loved how confused and enamored I was with this movie. Like, like I, there, there's definitely very deep, thoughtful stuff going on and there's not a frame out of place. Like everything in that movie is so blisteringly intentional, but way over my head. 
it, like, it's like I don't I need a cliff notes in order to watch this movie. Somebody needs to explain what I'm supposed to be getting out of this, but I know that it's there and so I love it. <laughs> it's it's a conversation where about half an hour in you realize you've been on mute this whole time and they've not heard any of your questions. Yeah. And then like, yeah, so then they see the giants, the giants hold them in their hand for a bit. Anyways, back in the forest, we're going on like, wait, 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 no. Explain what the no, you're just moving on? Okay, well. <laughs> yeah, so is the fox like his inner spirit or is it his mom? Or yeah, is so it then God? they do a camera obscura where like his image is projected upside down. It's kind of cool. It's an actual technique they used to use for painting. Um a lot of people used to call that cheating, and now it is tracing over digital is cheating so that's an interesting conversation anyways he's kissing this guy and uh, <laughs> like, uh all right so oh i'm looking God. forward to the green knight set coming out from lego right. uh it'll have to have its own built-in comic so children understand it's definitely a lego ideas uh, uh, did, hey, did, <laughs> did you see the tall neck the the from horizon I, I, that's on my note list of Horizons Forbidden West tall neck and I was actually gonna bring that up when you were talking about pieces having lots of little pieces because yeah. the king of how many detail studs can be put on this is the Horizon Forbidden West tall neck they are, they are definitely Sony and Lego are definitely watching this set and if it sells well there will be more it's just like, it's just like any of the Lego ideas stuff like Ghostbusters right one of the very early Lego Ideas sets that came out um, was was that I will Ecto forever one. be sad. I do not have the Ghostbusters firehouse though. Oh yeah, I, it is a giant, too. giant glaring gap. And I've looked at it it's on eBay, and I've considered that amount of money, but nah. Um, yeah, it's a big regret for me as well. But but yeah, like like they they test the waters with the Lego Ideas stuff, and then if it works they double down on the licenses and they and well like they friends and seinfeld works and now we're getting an office set coming up which as a building set is one of the most boring franchise sets oh, for sure. that is possible for the build and all the scale because the problem like the house sets work okay yeah like seinfeld's apartment and the friends like cafe and apartment those work okay but building a tiny functional office does not work right yeah in it but at the same time my brain's like but you could have a creed Bratton minifigure <laughs> and i'm like hmm that is a valid point it's, it's amazing how much money i will spend for a minifigure it is right. amazing because i have done it especially with the iron man ones but um, I, I i do want to mention one special yeah. build uh, just I'm just going to put this out there, and this might put a little cap on everything for us. Uh, if you buy the Majestic Tiger build, uh, which is a lovely set for, for a nice-looking tiger, I think it's the first time LEGO ever got you to make a butthole. <laughs> um, I just want to let everyone know that if you buy the Majestic Tiger set, it makes you put a little, a little flower <laughs> under the tail of the tiger so that it's anatomically correct. And I think that is the funniest thing in the entire goddamn world was because I, I i work at corporate level toy making stuff and i know that's not one meeting yeah <laughs> that's not one person yeah. making a, a, a whip decision one afternoon of like you know what let's put a little pink flower under the tail like that was a couple meetings color and shape was discussed <laughs> like yeah there was definitely there was definitely a powerpoint with at least three choices of which brick they were going right? to use. And like at the same time, I feel like it was presented like, this is a funny joke that someone will stop us from doing all the way to production. That yeah. like never hit that punchline. But the actual punchline was now people own it. 
Yeah. No, it was definitely the builders being like, it would be hilarious if we got this through. And they put and they put the one stud there and they were like, this one. And then the note came back of like, we're gonna need to see some options. Yeah. Uh, can you guys send it can you guys send us back? And it's like, uh, okay. All, yeah, all yeah, right. And yeah, 100%. and it definitely it definitely got away from them. It's like as a designer, a lot of the time, um, what I'll do is I'll all the 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 client or or like if I'm doing freelance or or uh, like my my managers or whatever will ask for options right they they want to see a couple of different things to choose from and so you're like okay I know which one I want to use and ultimately it's actually probably going to be my call uh, especially especially my day job it's like mm-hmm. creative director it's most of the time it's actually it is my decision at the end of the day I'm just I'm just getting sign off right um but i'm gonna give you guys three options and one option is great one option i can live with and one option is just so bad that it's gonna make the other two options look great right right <laughs> it's a classic technique they know you're doing it too but four it's out up to of, them to figure out which yeah, one's the good one four out of five times they pick the ugly one i <laughs> uh, and then you and then you have to go great i i love okay we're gonna pick that one and now i have to iterate on the ugly one to get it closer back to the good ones mm. don't tell my bosses that that's what i do that's fair. i mean i i they're not listening to this part. i hand into work to a company and i won't say again which company but uh they're more than meets the eye and knowing them is half the battle and um it's fine i think legally i'm fine here and <laughs> and Every couple months, I hand in work to them, and I out loud say to the person who's handing it out to clearances, well, that's it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever made. That's coming back immediately. We should be prepared to fix what I've just done. And every single time, it has gone all the way through with no notes. (laughs) So (laughs) I want to say that, like, just bless their hearts, and I definitely did a full Mean Girls story the other week, and just no one stopped me. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, I, I, I love I that. love how you how you've pushed the 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 boundaries on on. Thank you. On some of that. Uh, I will say my favorite note, and this is on brand for me, because uh, it's also translated into seventeen languages because it's an international event. Whenever it happens, and there was a note from one of the translators that said like, "Do not understand reference," and then a different translator underneath said, "When in doubt, assume Ghostbusters." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, they, these, they know these people know me. Yeah, they, <laughs> they know, know. You. you have a signature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, they know that if you just Google that line plus the word Ghostbusters, it's gonna pop up. I I I'm gonna get this majestic tiger set. <laughs> um but well, not you for can the make a lot of different animals with it too. It's actually a very good learn and play set. Like it's yeah, a genuinely not, good set. I'm not getting it for the tiger, I'm getting it for the red panda. But oh, uh, I, yeah. But I, you have to build the tiger, take one photo, and then build the red panda. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, of course. It's a it's a three in one, right? So you you look at because when you get the creator sets that are three in one, you take the books and like the the instruction booklets. Sometimes they'll do them as like fully separate booklets, right? But so, uh, this is a seventy dollar, sixty five dollar set, so I'm I'm sure that they did. And what you do is you build them in order of like like I don't like the koi fish that much mm. so i'm gonna build the koi fish first and then i'm gonna take apart. that apart <laughs> and then i'm gonna build the tiger and i'm gonna go that's pretty cool look at the tiger's butthole i'm gonna post that on instagram 
There's your pull quote for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'm going to dismantle that and then I'm going to build the red panda and then I'm going to put the red panda somewhere uh, with his little flower and and his little bamboo stock. And you'll just know that somewhere on that red panda is the ghostly remnant of a tiger butthole. Yeah. Exactly. Um and and really at the end of the day that's that's where the joy of building Lego comes in. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I also want to say ghostly remnant of a tiger butthole is my REM cover band. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I you know what I am going to say so so tiger the butthole on the tiger is definitely a first like i've never seen a lego set oh, yeah. with an actual like pucker up butthole but i will say the Sorry, lego i the, just i love how many times we've said tiger butthole on this it's recording. fantastic it, it, the other the i mean like for whoever's listened this far into the episode we're an hour and a half in talking you're, about lego. you're dug deep in at this point we are i, I yeah. again uh look out on your walk be careful on your drive i hope you're sleeping deeply because i assume that's what you did with this it's just, it's just asmr i should put because there is the lego asmr album and i should just put that in the background of this whole episode mm-hmm. uh, i i don't think we'll get in trouble um we're talking over it it's fine it's also free on itunes and stuff so uh, but uh, the the I'm looking at it right now. The the Ghostbusters Peter Venkman Slimer brickheads. Oh yeah yeah yeah, those are solid. Slimer does have two circle plates on yeah. his posterior. He does. He got a booty. He do, he has a butt. He does. I he does definitely have a distinct movie. left and right cheek. And it was my favorite part of, of, of those, of that. I'm like, he has those hot dogs. So if I have those hot dogs in the tiger set, (laughs) now stay with me. What I can do is. Schween and we're out. Uh, (laughs) We end as we begin on the Schween. On the Schween. As so many things do. I, when I thought the other day, I am I I am running out of time to ask somebody to do this, and I really hope that Tyler says yes uh, and is available. <laughs> Did you know this um, was what was coming of it? I I didn't know where that was gonna lead us, but I knew that I would be happy with where it did, and and I have no regrets. I have zero regrets. Good. This is a great episode. Um, yeah, I I and this is the part where we sign off. Uh, do you want tell tell people where they can find you if you want them to find you anywhere? Oh sure, you. Uh, you can find me posting regularly on TikTok. Um, if you want a fun time, Google ships of the Northern Fleet <laughs> on on TikTok and just follow that rabbit hole as deep as you can. Uh, but you can find me on TikTok uh, at Mister Nickel M I S T E R N I C K E L. A lot of people want to put L E. That's not how you spell words. Uh, and you can find me, if you like uh, drawings of cosplay girls doing pit-up, then congratulations, follow at DorkZombie on Instagram, and you too will have to turn your phone slightly away from other people when you're on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I yep. Thank thank you, Tyler, for, for being on this episode. Uh, and, oh, my pleasure. Uh, just talking about Lego for an extended period. Um, Today's episode was brought to you by Tiger Buttholes. (laughs) (laughs) Pucker up. Uh, (laughs) Excellent. You guys know the whole deal. Here's the thing. Next week, I'm actually going on vacation. And I'm on vacation on Monday and Tuesday. 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll record an episode in advance. Maybe I'll get an episode late. It's all going to depend on how I'm feeling. And if today was any indication, I probably won't want to do that um, mm. in advance. I'll probably want to do that after. Um, so, you know, you're going to, you'll, you'll get your exclusive episode. All right. You'll get it's your a pound of flesh. We, we talked for a while on it. Yeah. Uh, uh no no this is just a regular episode i'm talking about oh I'm no what about, about the patreon thing we did that's not that's that was just that's like, just if, that was just if, me talking to you and it wasn't no, even for broadcast what the hell was the is. point <laughs> that releases this week alongside oh, okay. the regular episode oh thank god i don't patreon. just talk to people yeah no i have to do like an exclusive exclusive that's only for specific people on patreon uh, oh. uh next week Oh, well, but, if, the, uh, if the people really knew what was good for them, they'd up that Patreon level now, wouldn't they? They would. It's only five bucks. Only five bucks. It's only month. five. What are you going to do with that five bucks? You know what you're going to do? You're going to waste it. You should give it over to Patreon. I'm a great ad. I'm good. It's like my job yeah. is this. Uh, thank you for that. Bringing <laughs> endorsement. Uh, it, fantastic. I, but yeah, so so I don't know. Well, I'll, you guys will get an episode next week, but it might be late. Uh, thank you for listening. I I will I am gonna be shocked if you guys all listen all the way to the end. I mean, I know some of you will. If you listen all the way to the end, you need to go onto the Instagram channel, and the password is chariots, <laughs> and you just write it down, and that way we know you made it this far. There you go. I I yeah I there's there's a few sickos that I know that, that that are listening all the way to the end, no matter what. I but I yeah thank you for listening this it's actually a pretty long episode just talking oh, it's about a very long episode and it meanders like just everywhere just a nice lazy river of lego bricks which sounds very uncomfortable um, and now to you... play you out here's survivor with brown eye of the tiger <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. Head to Thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.